to Believe, Build, Conquer. I'm your host, Jeremy Sykes. So happy to be back here on the podcasting airwaves after a couple month absence. Um, I'm actually out traveling on the road right now, and uh, it's been so long, I just wanted to come back out and really hit a podcast today. I want to thank you all for your patience, y'all, for your patience, and um you know, in my absence, I've got a lot of listeners, and I've had a great number of you, you know, email me, message me, and uh, say, hey, you know, Sykes, where are you, man? What's going on? I was listening to your podcast, trying to get some Believe, Build, Conquer, and uh, we haven't seen anything from you, man. You didn't quit, did you? You didn't go away. You didn't give up on it, did you? And the answer to that is no, I did not. I've been quite a busy man, um, as many of you that's been following the podcast know. Uh, over the last year and a half, I've been on a journey to do something very different in my life. As many of you know, I've been a business sales director for an internet company now for about the last three years, and uh, I love the job, great people to work with. Um, it might quite possibly be one of the greatest J-O-B's on the planet. However, I have a much higher purpose for what I'm supposed to be doing. And in the long term, 5, 10, 20 years, selling internet's not going to be it. Don't get me wrong. probably freak out my coworkers. I know some of them listen to this and they're going to be like, oh, geez, dude, Jeremy's about ready to quit, man. He's just about ready to quit. And that's not necessarily true. I still plan on being there for a while, doing my thing, helping the company grow. But I can tell you over the coming years, that's not going to be the case. That's not what I plan to be doing. About a year and a half ago, I had an opportunity to start going to school to learn about better communication and behavior. So I uh, decided to go to the INLP Center, which is a school, an international school for neuro-linguistic programming. And while there's no official definition of NLP, as we call it, I have my own definition for it. It's the study of successful communication and behaviors amongst people, groups, and to yourself. So I became on a mission to become the most expert communicator that I could possibly be for myself, for my family, for my friends, and for the rest of the world. So over this last year and a half, I've really worked my tail off. I've managed to earn my practitioner international certification. I also have an international certification as a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. And I'm also an internationally certified life coach. And I'm just a few short weeks away from being granted a very honorable 
spot as a trainer of neurolinguistic programming. So I teach people how to have sec- successful communications and behavior as well. So by doing this, I, uh, I've learned a lot about my life and, and really turned into a lot of introspect about who I am and where I want my podcast to go, where I want my website that I've been working on for some time to go and what I really want my mission to be. And that's all coming together. Uh, Many of you that's followed me have known for a long time uh, that uh, I lost my son to brain cancer about six and a half, almost seven years ago. And uh, you can definitely go back. There's, There's some podcasts uh, back in, I think, the 30s and 40s that um, that explain a little bit more about that story. And I'll tell that story again uh, at some point. But the point here is, is you know, my son left, and he kind of left me with no excuses because I watched a 12-year-old boy go through just an absolutely horrifying illness, one that would rival the worst of the worst horror stories you could possibly imagine. And never complained, never cried or bitched or moaned about anything that he had to go through. He just done it. He owned it, owned the responsibility of all of it. And once he passed on, I knew that I could not make any honest excuses in my life for not getting things done. And that I, if I wanted to go out and honor him and do something great with my life, not just something good, but something awesome and phenomenal and amazing that I could do that. But there was not going to be any room for excuses or any of that crap. So I set out on this journey and I went and did it. And uh, you know, it's almost as if like a time machine. I'm, I'm at the culmination of the first big chapter of that. So now I've made it my life's mission and journey, especially over the last few months, is that I've begun to develop a really extensive and awesome coaching package about resourceful grieving and learning how to manage grief in your life. Now, what makes me better than anybody else? Hey, you know, that's all subjective. But here's what I will tell you is that by my experience, I took a situation that could have ripped me and tore me to the ground. And I could have allowed it to just ruin me in a hundred different ways. But I decided to not do that. I decided to take it another way. How can I still enjoy this gift that I have called life and really move forward and really move ahead with a terrific perspective and serving other people and doing great things for human beings? How can I do it? So I started with some simple steps that I outline in my my coaching package that um, is finished and it's, it's about ready to be put out there for the world to use in in a way that 
I believe personally after lots of beta testing with a lot of terrific people that it's it's going to be life changing because you see there's not a lot of people out there teaching, coaching, counseling about grief. Now some will argue and say, "Well, psychs, that's that's total bull, man." There's there's clinical psychologists and there's counselors out there and psychotherapists and and all these trained professionals that can teach you about how to work through your grief. And my answer to that would be yes, that's that is true. There are a lot of those folks out there, but without diminishing that, there is absolutely absolutely 100% a place for medical clinical psychology psychotherapists behavioral social psychologists all these people yes there's a place for that but I'm going to give you a little bit about my experience with that and what I found as I went through my son dying in the grieving process I was offered a great number of just terrific resources and some fantastic human beings that I met with mental health counselors things like that and I decided you know what it's okay I'm doing well considering the circumstances but I think I might just take them up on a little bit of this because I'm not going to be dumb enough to act like I'm smart enough to know everything so I started going to a few of these psychotherapists and psychologists and psychiatric people and you name it, anything that revolves around psychopathy and behavior, I I went. And I started talking to these people. And then there was one axiomatic truth that at least I found out in my experience is that I went to these people. All of them wanted to talk about my past. They wanted to talk about the days of yore. Like, what? A, well, maybe there's something deeper that affected you here. And maybe there's something deeper that affected you there. And while their intentions were fantastic, while their intentions, we, they were top-notch, they wanted me to be better, what I come to find out is, is all I was doing was digging up a bunch of old stuff that, just quite honestly, it made me feel worse. So... I would then ask in a a very bold way as we begin to talk about the the good days with my son and the good old times and, you know, those things that made it harder and made me miss him and, and, uh, you know, to go through like, oh, you know, what was it like in the final 24 hours and, you know, what did it look like in your eyes and, you know, going through and reliving all this painful crap. I would ask them a question, and that question was, do you have children? And a great many of them said, yeah. There was a few that said, no, they didn't have any. My next question to them is, is your children healthy and alive? And with almost a unified response across many people who didn't know each other, many trained and qualified professionals they just look at the ground and be like no my kids are healthy and they're alive 
And I would tell them, hey, look, I, this is not a knock. Um, this is not me being ungrateful or facetious. I, I just wanted to know if you really know where I'm coming from. If you really know what I went through. If you really know what it's like. And out of about a dozen or so, they all stared at the ground and said, no, I don't know what that's like. All I can go off of is the stories that have been told and the tools that I've learned to use. Now, am I saying that doesn't have any value? No, absolutely not, because those people did have some good advice points. They, they, they were coming from a really good place in their heart, and they really wanted the best for me. But I found that because of the lack of the experience and also looking backwards at so many things, which is a direction I'm not going, I just didn't find the highest level of resourcefulness with it. So what I set out to do was to find a training that matched my experiences and that allows me to give what I personally believe in if it's bragging or boasting or whatever, so be it. I'm just going to call it what it is. The absolute best way to manage your grief. Bar none. Will it work for everyone? No, not necessarily. There's different personalities out there, different different uh, submodality types of how people communicate and all that. But I can tell you that I believe 9 out of 10 people will benefit from it in the most awesome way you could ever possibly imagine. So, I set out to work with a craft called neurolinguistic programming, which again is the study of successful communication and behaviors amongst groups, individuals, and yourself. Because in the end, what is it that as a society we appear to lack so much of? And you have to dig real deep on this. That's, that's a very vague question. But if you dig really deep, and it's something I've worked very hard on for the last 18 months, is what is something that so many individuals lack? Or, or even if they, they, they lack or they don't have it or they have varying degrees of it, that answer is the ability to communicate properly, to have an excellent way of communicating with other human beings. And so I've matched an incredibly strong skill set. This is why I haven't been on my podcast a lot for the last six months. This is why I've not been on my social media, for those of you that follow me there. This is why I've been quiet. This is why, for those that listen to this that know me personally, where are you? We don't see you. You don't go out anymore. Because I'm spending 8 to 10 hours a day doing my job, and then I'm going home and I'm spending 4 to 6 hours a night building this business, building this service for people that, in my opinion, is going to be absolutely revolutionary to people. And it will be an incredible divine reinvention to the way we approach grief. And I'm really excited that that's going to be out here very shortly and be available. Now, if that is something you're interested in, I'm not, I don't like the sales pitch and do all that crap on my podcast. But if it is something you're interested in, contact me. I'm ready to do it. 
I just haven't put it on my website yet. But that is coming here very shortly. So I wanted to get back on here and touch base with all of you who I love so much. I'm grateful and I appreciate my listeners. You know, well over 5,000 listens to my podcast which I'm just I'm so happy with and I'm so pleased with and I thank each and every one of you you regular listeners out there there's some diehards and I appreciate you you all know who you are and if it's your first time listening I welcome you to the show because this podcast is meant to be a resourceful place of learning it's not just motivational I want to inspire you. I want to lift you up. I want to teach you about things. I want to make you have awarenesses that you maybe didn't have before. So that's where I've been, and that's a long part of it. And I'm, I'm not going to stay on here too long and keep this going uh, because I actually have to get back to working on something here really shortly that's very important as well. So... When you think about grief, you know, we all process it in a very different way. We all have ways that we have to handle that grief and process it. And it all comes in different frequencies and volumes and time periods. But what I can tell you is, is there's a basic, basic four steps that I'm going to share with you on here today. It's going to give you an idea. At least it's going to get you in the right direction. If you want to know more, stay tuned. I'm going to be talking a lot more about it here soon. I'll have my website up. You'll be able to visit that and get some really cool resources. So if you're still on the call, if you're still on the podcast, however you're listening to this right now, I am going to drop four tips four steps that can allow you to have better grieving number one you've got to learn to get yourself into a resourceful state of mind be resourceful I don't care how much crap's been dumped on you whether you know even as bad as your parent a spouse a sibling a child a best friend a cousin someone close to you they die It's hard, man. It's real hard. But there's one thing that's still happening, and that's your life. And it's important that you live that life. Think about it this way. If you knew you were dying, would you want people sitting around for the next six months ruining their life over it? Or would you want them to get out there and do something bold, brave, and beautiful and go out and own their life. Absolutely. I, I, I would be hard-pressed to imagine anybody wants anybody to sit around and, and feel sorry for themselves. They'd want them to get up and move. So get up and move. Get resourceful. Even if it's the littlest thing, break the state you're in and go out and do anything. I don't care if it's take a walk, mow the grass, cook a good meal, go watch a funny movie. Start with something. Get resourceful. That's number one. Number two, you're going to have to look to create some new behaviors. And that's what you're going to do from the resourcefulness. You're going to create yourself a new behavior. 
anything, something small, read 10 pages of a book a day, you know, go out and walk a quarter mile, you know, take up a hobby, paint, you know, play an instrument, go singing, create some small new behavior for yourself. Reinvent, redesign, reclaim yourself. Believe, build, and conquer it. Next thing that I want you to do is start creating motivating strategies to begin that process for the new behaviors, your new resourceful behaviors. Go out and create motivating strategies. I don't care if you got to get a buddy, get a coach, if you got to find a friend, someone that's going to hold you accountable, create some motivating strategies to stay busy. And number four, create one lasting goal. Some goal that's going to honor that person that you're missing, that you love. That's going to create something resourceful with a new behavior, with a motivating strategy to create that goal that's going to honor that person. And if you do that, my friends, yes, there's more to it than that. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of steps. It's not an overnight trick. It's not a one-trick pony. It's an ongoing lifetime plan. But if you do this... You're going to find that you're able to manage your grief much better than you ever possibly imagined. Way, way better than you possibly possibly imagined. Because it matters. Your life matters. And that's what I want you to know today, my friends. So thank you for coming and visiting Believe, Build, Conquer with Sykes. I'm going to work really diligently to not be gone so long from this podcast. I know so many of you tune in and I love you and I appreciate you. Definitely come check me out on Facebook at Jeremy Sykes, Twitter at Jeremy Sykes, and here soon I'll be on some other social media platforms. I'm Jeremy Sykes on Instagram as well. Um, And then you can also check me out on uh, Apple iTunes, Google Play. Uh, I'm on Spotify. You can also catch me on many other places. Podcasts can be found. And uh, definitely, if you really got some value out of this, like and share this with your friends. Let them know that uh, I'm coming, man. I'm coming with something new and something great. And there's going to be a whole lot more behind that. I can even teach you to do what I do. And there'll be more about that here soon. So I love you all so much. Take care. And believe, build, conquer your life.